Good day and welcome to another episode of the International News Desk. Whether you are tuning in on snl24.com forward slash Sokoladuba, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google Play. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Roberts. But this week I'm not alone and it's not with Kurt Buckerfield. It is with our producer, Aidan Hewitt. Everyone seems to be away. Camogelo trying to get an AFCON. Uh, Kurt the Dirt is in Hispaniola. And I'm stuck with the legend, the myth, the athlete. Aiden Hewitt. Thank you, my friend. Sean, thank you for that intro. How are you doing? I'm great, bro. Uh, Merry Christmas to our listeners. Happy New Year and uh, and to yourself. I hope it was festive, Aiden. Yeah, no, it was. It was. It was enjoyable. Nice, uh, nice little break, but uh, keen to to start the year off on a high. Keen to, yeah. Yes, sir. I couldn't agree more. Uh, how should we start? Should we start with United and just uh, players that are seemingly being offloaded? Uh, obviously, new ownership. Yeah. Um, and whether these players are or, or not to be offloaded. I've got a couple names here, uh, four names, I guess, and we could touch on very briefly. Uh, Anthony Martial, Sancho, we'll, we'll chat about a little bit of length, mm-hmm. Palistri and Hannibal. Um, you know, Martial hasn't had the best of, jeez. Careers? Um, yeah, I was, <laughs> that's exactly what I, exactly I was going to say. Um, so, United forward Martial has re- rejected interest from Marseille, Fenerbahce, and the Saudi Arabian Premier League, and intends to stay and fight for his place in Eric Ten Hag's team. To the dismay of United faithful, I would imagine um, you're a United fan. What do you think about that? I think it's time he goes, right? You, you know, just just firstly, like I I respect him like not wanting to go to Saudi Arabia. I, I don't believe what they're doing there for football is is the best thing for the game. Sure. Yes, they can do it because, you know, they're balling and, and they have that oil money and whatnot. But yeah. yeah, I mean, you see reports of of Henderson saying he wants to come back because of the culture and everything. So it's it's a very strict country and, and, and I have to respect that, but I don't think football is their, is their mantra. Um, <laughs> for Martial, you know, I love the guy. I think every Man United fans remember his debut with that goal where he dribbled past like everyone in Liverpool. But other than that, not much has happened, Sean. Um, And that was quite some time ago. And, you know, I I just think for him as a player, if I was in his shoes, I'd be like, okay, I'm not doing well here. Maybe I should go to a little bit of a smaller club where I'll be in the starting 11 week in and week out. I'll, I'll get the goals. I'll, I'll get the assists, whatever. Be the star player at this point in your career. Yeah. I, I don't think he's that young anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's not he's not aging, you know. He's not <laughs> aging like fine wine. Yeah. Maybe maybe milk. But, <laughs> but, but you know, I, I, I do think it's time for him to go. I think let's let's try get as much money for him as possible. Let's invest that money elsewhere. Um I think the challenge with that is, you know, the prices of football players these days is ridiculous. Um, but if we could just get him off the wage bill as well, I think that would be quite beneficial for the club. I respect that he wants to fight for his place. I, I really do. But when you have this, you know, £75 million striker in Hoyland who's mm. just come into the team, he's going to be the starting striker nine times out of ten. He's very young. He's got a hell of a lot of potential you would want to build the future with him in the attack. And then you have the likes of Rashford, who can also play up front, even though he's in a bit of a rut at the moment. Yeah, I just don't see a place for Martial. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I 100% agree. I think, um, and also United haven't triggered that extra uh, one-year option. So I think Marshall and his agent also feel that if he does stay at out uh, at United for the next six months, he is in effect free, which opens up mm. a whole other can of worms, I guess, for Marshall and, and his uh, career. Because I don't think the biggest teams in the world are going to be paying money for him or anything close to what United may want for him. Uh, he's on five million pounds a year in terms of salary, which is ludicrous. Um, but yeah, I guess let's watch that one closely. Um, Pellistri, again, uh, United swap deal involving Pellistri was shot down as the club demands a 69 million pound exit clause. Yeah, so Red Devils have offered cash plus Pellistri in their efforts to land the impressive Danish international Morten Hulmant. Um, United faithful want to get Pellistri out here. Again, so underwhelming, paid a lot of money for him. Uh, what do you feel about him? He hasn't really featured under Ten Hag, no. and I don't think Ten Hag actually likes him. Um, not in you know any animosity or anything. I just mm. don't think Ten Hag feels Pellistri will be able to suit you know his playing style, Ten Hag's playing style. Mm. Yeah, again, if I was in Pellistri's shoes, I would get out of there. You know because it's going to get very nasty. Yeah, I think. I mean, we keep going back to this on the podcast, but look at the way De Gea was treated, and he was maybe a club legend right yeah, yeah. He, ca- he came in pretty average jumped in you know huge 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 performances throughout his career and then we yeah. said okay bye um so what are you what's going to happen to somebody who doesn't play i feel like that's going to take a massive toll on palistri's career in terms of the mentality he takes to wherever he goes in the future and 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 i just feel that He's not doing much. You no. know, you, you see snippets of him every now and then, and it's really not impressive. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's what not are your the, thoughts on, on, on yeah, the history there? Yeah, exactly. He's not really a player that's on the tip of the tongue, right? Each, each week in, each week no. out. So, some of the signings you have made, we've spoken about this at length with Kurt. It's just been uh, questionable at best. There is actually talk. You mentioned De Gea. There's talk of him coming back again now that is with AFCON. I'm not too sure how... True, that is um, on loan. It's 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 bizarre uh, to say the least. Let's move on to uh, United youngster Hannibal. Um, apparently, he's closing in on a move to Sevilla for the remainder of the season. I know Everton were very much interested in the twenty-year-old, um, but it looks like he's going to Spain. I like that. I like that loan move. Yeah, I think he's bloody talented. I just think the experience isn't isn't quite where it needs to be to sure. to play for a club like Manchester United, especially in one of the toughest, if not the toughest league in the world. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, you see when he does come on, he gets 10 to 20 minutes injury dependent, squad yeah. depth dependent at the time. And he does pretty well. Um, he, you know, he, he he's not a, you know, Manoy or anything, but he... No. He's definitely a good player, and and I think going into Spain, which which does have a, a certain degree of intensity, I think that would that would be quite beneficial for me, especially for a team like Sevilla, who who isn't a, a massive club. They're not ginormous. You don't put them in the in in the same category as like the Madrids, you know, yeah. the Barcelonas, but they're a good team, and they and they coached well, and they play fast paced, high intensity football. Um, when you think of Sevilla, you think of how how quick they are on the counter attack and I think that's going to only do him good 
for when he returns to United. If he does return to United, because Sevilla also expected to include an option to make the move permanent in the summer. So yeah. let's see. Uh, he's 20 years old. Let's see how how, how that goes. But uh, I do agree. He's a, he's, a, he's a top player. Just been a little, I wouldn't say unlucky, but I guess um, United in general, I don't, I don't, the word's not unlucky. It's just below par, right? Yes. No, no, it's it's been tough the last uh, couple of years, Sean, especially yeah. this season. But, <laughs> but, you know, we stick it out. We stick we, it out. We stay I, I guess, I, I guess the news of the week, uh, Ed, is um, Borussia Dortmund have re-signed Man United winger Jadon Sancho on loan until the end of the season. If you remember, United signed Sancho from Dortmund in 2021 in a deal worth £73 million. He has not featured for United since August 2023 due to a falling out with manager Eric Ten Hag. Um, yeah, and also, it's a weird one, Aiden. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for United. I think it's, uh, you know, you don't know what's happening with a player like that. He's not featuring in, in the in the, in the change rooms and what it does to other players. But mm. quote, unquote, Sancho, when I came into the dressing room today, it felt like home. I know the club inside out. I've always been very close with the fans here and I've never lost contact with those in charge. That's a weird one for me. That grinds my gears, Sean. Yeah, that's that, a weird that one That really for me. does. Like for me, whatever you're doing, whether it's, you know, the hardest, easiest, most important job in the world, you give your all. 100%. Right? I don't believe he's done that. Yeah. And that statement, I don't know if it was a PR move or, or whatever, but it, it's giving the impression that his heart was never with United. And fair enough. Fine. But then make a decision to get out of there early instead of playing FIFA for the last four months, earning £250,000 a week. Frightening. Like, Frightening. I've got some facts here, Sean, some stats, which will... <laughs> give me some stats. Give you some stats. Uh, these are going to probably, you know, cause, cause some up- upsetness everywhere. Yes. Sancho has cost United thirty-three million pounds in wages between July twenty twenty-one and Jan twenty twenty-four. That's two point seven five million pounds per goal, <laughs> and four hundred and two thousand pounds per appearance. Wow! The fact of the matter is, he was wrong for posting what he did on social media. Yeah, and. Unfortunately, he was a little bit too stubborn to admit that he was wrong or apologize to the one person who, in theory, controls your fate at the club. It just never worked out for him. I loved him when he was at Dortmund. He, again, super, super, super talented young guy. I think maybe the nerves for playing for Manchester got to him. I, I don't know what happened. We don't know the full scope of the fallout. It was what he posted and then Ten Hag said, you can't do that. And Tenor gave him chances to ri- to right his wrongs. Mm. He sent him on his own training camp to get his mental and physical health back to where Tenog wants it to be. I saw a report this morning that um, somebody was contracted to like make sure Sancho appears at all of these you know, one-on-one training sessions, and he missed so many. No Apparently he missed so many and Sancho's agent is like he only missed a few because he was unwell. So now it's a tit for tat thing. Some like, you know, high school nonsense. It's too messy. I think 
we can get him out, that's great. The only concern I have with this loan move is that there's no option to buy. So mm. now I've had to really rack my brain to think what could be great. And quite frankly, if he does extremely well at Dortmund, which I really hope he does, we can cash in on him and try yes. and recoup some of that money we spent. We're not going to get the full amount back or more, but you know, cut your losses. Yeah, Dortmund will contribute around three million pounds during yeah. his spell, um, plus an additional three and a half million pounds in add-ons. You know, in terms of their progression in the Champions League, which uh, yeah, and Bundesliga success, etc. So yeah, good move for him. Good for United, I believe. Yeah, um, it's going to help uh, with his wage bill. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Right, moving on, Aiden, to uh, the final part of the show. I mean, this is a, a few big games happening this weekend in the Premier League. Um, I guess let's start with the best team in the world, uh, Manchester City, uh, against Newcastle. Um, it's uh, you know two two of the richest clubs in the world, I guess. Um, Eddie Howe at Newcastle still battling a big injury crisis at St James's Park. Kevin De Bruyne is fit again for Pep. Mm-hmm. Um, Haaland could even make his return. This doesn't look good for Newcastle, does it? No. No, 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 it does not. Um, it's quite funny. Newcastle, we're, oh, we're doing so well. We've got this, this Saudi investment, but that doesn't mean anything. You can have all the money in the world. You can have the best coach, but if something isn't, isn't you know, working in, in the set of gears, then it's all going to fall apart. Yeah. And I think that's what's happened in, in recent weeks, maybe the last couple of months. With De Bruyne coming back, I, I'm terrified for mm. every club, including United, that plays them. It's been quite nice not having him on the field. Um, <laughs> the most, when he came on the other day, he got some assists. Yeah, straight away. Straight away. That yeah. is scary. Yeah, he's frightening, isn't he? I, I can't see City losing. I, yeah. I really can't. I think they might concede just just one goal only because it's it's at Newcastle's home turf. It's mm. it's a terrifying place to travel to. Mm. I agree, Aiden. I'm going for three one victory, City. Oh, Sean, as the old saying goes, great minds think alike. Stop it. Stop. I've got three one down as well. The good man. Thank you. Let's move on to uh, Everton, Aston Villa. Aston Villa, obviously, incredibly in second place. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Sean Dice has seen his team Everton go five games without a win in all competitions. Uh, after four straight victories, actually lifted them out of the relegation zone despite their ten-point penalty. Um, yeah, Everton have become defensively resilient, but um, I feel still again on the losing side um, when Aston Villa come to Merseyside. Aston Villa have been, like I say, surprisingly very, very good. Yeah. No, I. Again, this this for me is a, is a is an easy choice. Uh, yeah. Aston Villa two 0 one hundred percent. Even though it's at Goodison, yeah, that I don't believe that actually means much. I think the atmosphere is going to be intense. It's going to be a proper grudge match. Yeah, but I think the way Una Emery has got on that team to play is fantastic. Villa second in the league, winning three, drawing one, and losing one out of their last five. Just yeah. that that loss was to United, Sean. <laughs> um, it's yeah, two 0 Villa walk in the park, happy days. Yeah, uh, I'm going one 0 but I, I just want to touch on you said the atmosphere will be intense. I think it's actually just going to be in the stadium. <laughs> Beautiful. I haven't had a joke for a while, Sean, so it's a, it's a welcome return. Uh, so I go 1 0 Aston Villa, you go uh, 2 0 Aston Villa, both decent shots. Yeah. Um, 
Let's move on to your mighty high United. Eric Ten Hag has managed to avoid fueling more speculation of his future as United manager by securing progression in the FA Cup on Monday. Um, they do come against up. They do come up against Spurs. However, Spurs are still without some key operators, um, and they don't boast a great record at Old Trafford, do they? So, having said that, Aiden, um, I'm still going for a Spurs win. That's I, rude. I'm going for two one. You know, I back your team, and yet you don't return the favour. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> well, so how I've do you also feel? gone two one, but mm. but to United, it is at Old Trafford. Mm. Lissandra Martinez might be fit for the match. His return might be this. Uh, this this weekend um, mm. that that will be huge. You know, maybe he can pair up alongside you know the legend Johnny sure. Evans. That would be fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, you know this this is a this is a tricky one because yeah. I remember a few years ago Tottenham beating United. What was it seven one? Yeah, six six one. That was embarrassing, wasn't yeah. it? But United are in a decent spell of spell of form, right? So they yeah. they aren't you know superior. They've they've won a few. They've drawn with Liverpool, progressed in the FA Cup, but we did lose to to Forest and West Ham, so that doesn't look well. Um, but I've I've got to stay loyal, you know, heart and head, different thinking procedures here. So I'm going to go two one United, but I think it's going to be very difficult. I don't mm. believe it's going to be as open and flowing as everyone would want. Yeah. I think mistakes will be rife. I think both teams are suffering with injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Ange has kind of revolutionized Tottenham. Um, he won, what was it, three manager of the months in a row in the first three months of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, no. that will bode well for Tottenham. Um, I think he is a really good guy, good manager. This match, uh, you know, it, it's, it's always a tricky one, United versus Tottenham. You know, 10 years ago, you would never have thought that. But in recent years and whatnot, I just think you have to stay truthful to your team. 2-1 United. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's going to be a good game no matter what, and that's yeah. uh, I'm, I'm excited to watch it. Anything else we should uh, uh, inform the listeners about before we head off? Well, it's currently the January transfer window, so I think we'll just keep an eye on that to see the movements of players in and out of certain clubs. I sure. expect there to be close to to zero transfers for United because of FFP and, yes. and everything. And yeah. quite frankly, we have 300 million pounds of signings to sort out sure. internally. But there are going to be a lot of movements. I know Tottenham have signed Timo Werner, which is interesting. Yeah. And and Radu Dragasin, this 21-year-old kid from Romania who plays who played for Genoa in Italy. He's, yeah. he's quite a bright young talent. And there's going to be a lot more of those. So I yeah. think keep an ear... Open think, yeah, on transfers. Uh, yeah, over the next few days, we'll see a lot more movements and hopefully we can push out another podcast before next week, which will be great. Um, but that is how we wrap up this episode of the International News Desk. So whether you have been listening on snl24.com forward slash Sokoladuma, Google Play, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, thank you for tuning in. I've been your host, Sean Roberts and special guest, Aiden Hewitt. Sean, thank you for having me.